Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back. It's the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. Joining me as always is my main man, Israel Troop, or better known as the South Georgia Bobby Cox. What's up, Israel? What's up, man? Uh, my middle school you got your boys in, in the, the yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. man. Got Thursday, your boys in there. Crosstown rivals the Pierce County BS. So um, it's going to be a good one. And, you know, you know I never realize how uh, intense middle school baseball could be until um, the other day when we were playing and I seen a parent get tossed. Um, they followed the umpires, you know, to their cars. Um, mm-hmm. Like, guys, this is just a middle school game, you know. So it's um, <laughs> very interesting to say the least. Um, been out of it for a long time, and I was like, geez, I don't I, this is This is probably why. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, 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 man. So, I uh, got a lot to talk about tonight, but first, uh, including a big announcement, but first, we're presented by betonline.ag. It remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from XFL to NBA to college basketball, SEC tournament right around the corner. We're knocking on the door there. Uh, March Madness, bracket pools, all that good stuff. You're going to find all the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. So head to betonline.ag today and join to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use that promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline's where the game starts. Now, you ready for this big announcement? Man, I'm excited about it. Just got off the website. Heck yeah, man. Well, uh, we have struck a deal with Row One, the Row One brand. Uh, we have struck a deal to uh, help them with their watches. So what Row One brand is, uh, to they, they use historic art um, to not only they don't they not only have watches but they have other things as well. But we're going to focus on the watches here on this show for at least for the next year. But they they get these they put the historic art in the face of the watch, and it's really cool. They use uh, they use expired copyrights um, to to be able to use this kind of use these kind of uh, pieces of art. So these watches are truly. You're, you're wearing an art gallery on your arm. So the promo code is DOGS20. That's D-A-W-G-S. The only way to spell DOGS. DOGS20 is the promo code. Make sure you jump on rowonebrand.com. Get you a watch. See, like, I'm going to update my wrist here. I'm going to have some... I'm going to have a nice watch here. It's got a nice leather band. You can wear it when you go out on the town. You can wear it with your... You can wear it as an accessory to your Georgia games. 
Uh, it's, 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 it fits any of your needs. And if you're not, a, and if you happen to be a fan of another team or you want to get one to match your NFL team, we have those as well. So all kind of watches, but the Georgia ones, man, whew, I'm going to have a tough time picking mine out. Honestly, uh, this is going to be a hey, really, really good. tough decision. I just got off the website and, you know, most people are thinking, well, they're just trying to plug it. No, these are like the authentic artwork, you know, that we see. Um, you know, when, when we were in the uh, field house all the time, um, our, yep. our cartoonist would come in and he would do our caricatures. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's the real deal. You know, yeah. if you've ever been in Athens and you've seen um, a man with, with the one arm or no arms when by the time I left, um, yeah. you know, what he does, you know, with his artwork and things like that is very, very similar um, to what he does. And I mean, it's, it, it's an, it's an awesome job and real one. Thank you for um, the opportunity to get on here and, you know, get this thing rolling. I mean, these are awesome watches guys. Yeah. There's art from 1929. Like you're, you're wearing something pre-World War II on your wrist. It's a Georgia logo. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy, man. So uh, get on there. We'll have more info, uh, but the promo code is dogs 20. Get your watch, man. It's, it's going to be great. Speaking of great, uh, the SEC has come out now. This is this is the big news that we have. Well, that's the big announcement we have. But uh, so some of the some of the action pack shows stuff that we have. Georgia has uh, they've named the three permanent opponents now. They're moving to a nine game conference schedule. You have three three permanent opponents, six rotating, which means you'll play every team every other year. So mm-hmm. it, it makes it more frequent, which which was completely asinine that we have never played in at Kyle field and they've been in the league for 11 years. So yeah. I love it. Um, our new ske- our new permanent opponents, our new rotation goes as follows. We have Auburn, Florida and Kentucky mm-hmm. thoughts on that. Um, it sounds about right. You know, we, we've always played those teams um, every single year. Um, you know, I know Vandy's fairly new and things like that, but you know, Georgia, Kentucky goes all the way back. Um, you know, Auburn and Georgia, obviously, with their history, and I mean, you can't go without the biggest cocktail party in the whole United States. So, um, I like it. You know, I know I saw Nick Saban was upset because they think that they got the, <laughs> the crap in the stick, but at the same time, I mean, you gotta look at where you are. You know, I think it's- it just goes back to demographics. Um, and I, in my opinion, I think. Texas and Oklahoma got the crap in the stick. So did Arkansas. Arkansas kind of got it too a little bit, but um, yeah, they I got like they got Missouri, yeah. Texas, and Ole Miss. I mean, it's not the crap into yeah. the stick, but I just love the fact that they're gonna you're gonna get a chance to play in Cal Field. You know, I wish mm-hmm. I could. That's the one stadium that I didn't get to play in. Um, you know, it's it would have been just six twelfth man and how it all worked and things like that. So I think it's good they they actually get to play everybody now. You know, you're, mm-hmm. of course you're gonna have your three. But now you you have to play everybody, so there's no east and west, and it's like, oh man, we got to play these guys. You know, it's like, no, no, you got to play everybody to get to the championship. Yeah, I mean, it, with this new with this new schedule rotation, does it really matter who your three permanent opponents are? Because you're going to play everybody every other year, so it's not like you're yeah. ducking somebody for for 10 years like like it is now. Like you get lucky and and get a rotation of like. Uh, Mississippi State, Arkansas, when they're down, and um, you know, and then you don't play Bama for like eight yeah. years or whatever, and you know, it's, it's just it's not like that anymore. Now. Yeah, I mean, this yeah, league, 
Everybody's big boy league, man. Yeah. Put your big boy pants on. Yeah. So here we go. Vandy's always been a tough opponent. They've always been a tough out uh, for the most part. Uh, under Clark Lee, they they were much improved last year. Uh, their permanent opponents are Tennessee, Auburn, and Missouri. Uh, let's see. Um, Texas got OU, A&M, and Arkansas. A&M got LSU, Texas, and Mississippi State. Missouri uh, got Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Vandy, which that's a pretty good one there. Uh, Florida got Georgia, South Carolina, and OU, which – Ooh. I guess they had to. I guess yeah. That's a that's that's not an easy one there for Florida. South Carolina gets Florida, Tennessee, and Kentucky. Mm. Not an easy road there. Kentucky gets Mississippi State, South Carolina, and Georgia. Which Mississippi State's going to be tricky this year, man. Um, there, I think Zach Arnett's going to do a hell of a job for them. Nobody really has like a good draw when you really think about it. Well, it's the SEC, man. Like, each team, yeah, each team's getting better, you know, but week by week. So, um, if you're upset about your draw for your three, I think you should just look at every other three and be like, all right, look, you know, there's the, the years of, of teams being down, considering what you can get out of transfer portal and things now is going to make this way much more exciting than, than it already is. So, um, the fact that you're playing nine, um, so Georgia has to play Alabama. Um, Texas A&M has to play Georgia. You know, these teams have to play one another. You mm-hmm. know, so I love it. I'm excited about it. And I can't wait for football season to start whenever this is implemented, you know, full time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about this, man. This can't get here soon enough. We got one more season to go uh, before this kicks in. And, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. Welcome, Texas and Oklahoma. We knew, we knew this was coming. Uh, I would have mm-hmm. never guessed that South Carolina, or I, I would have guessed South Carolina would have been our third permanent opponent, uh, not yeah. Kentucky. Which that one, that one's the one that probably surprised me the most. Not not in a good way, bad way, or any any type type of way. I just predicted that it was probably going to be South Carolina, uh, mm-hmm. if not uh, if not Tennessee. Uh, that would have been another good one, but. Uh, we'll get Tennessee every other year, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I do believe they're going away with divisions with this whole thing. I think got to go top two teams. You know, the best record yeah. in the, within the top two teams are going to play. You know, for the ACC championship, I think that's the kind of think that's the model that ACC is going to, uh, which is smart in my opinion, because um, ACC was getting a little watered down. Um, now everybody has to pay everybody. Um, there's really yeah. no gimme. Clemson has to pay everybody now. You know, yeah, I mean, um, not just on this side. So it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I think it's, it's really going to show who the top two teams are, you know, in the SEC. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Georgia and Alabama has been at the top the last couple of years. LSU <laughs> came to the mix last year. So um, now it's to the point to where, all right, guys, this is it every day. Every nine, day. nine conference games. No, nobody can whine anymore. Yeah. So now it goes to the point of who do you schedule for your, "Quote unquote gimme games because now you got to prepare for every single SEC team. So them gimme I games think, can't be really good. I think this knocks out the the group of five games uh, for every team because yeah. you because they're, they're going to want so you, so you get three non conference right. You get three non conference and they want you to have at least one power five game. So I think teams are going to try to do two power fives and like an FCS maybe to try to like still help them and boost them. I, I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, that wouldn't shock me there. Uh, 
man. But teams are going to get kind of creative. You know, with our, you know, with both of us doing, with being football uh, coaches and stuff, you know, we want to play front loaded schedule at the front, you know, kind of get yeah. us ready for that going yeah. at the end. So um, it's going to be interesting to see who schedules who, you know, during this time. Um, I tell you, a team that uh, most people aren't going to want to face is that is Western Kentucky. Um, you know, uh, Coastal Carolinas of the world, um, Georgia Southerns of the world, still going to be Samford or teams, you know, to watch out for. Kennesaw State just got a new uh, D.C. and O.C. So all the teams that you like, hey, guys, we're going to give you a couple million dollars, come in here, you better watch mm-hmm. out because you're going to get your butt whooped by those exact yeah. teams because they are getting better and better each week. Tulane proved it this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And and if you're wondering where Kennesaw State's offensive coordinator is, uh, he just got promoted to the same position at the Naval Academy. So just just keep that in mind. So, uh, But it's going to be interesting. More to come on scheduling, things like that. Um, uh, I, I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be exciting times here for, for Georgia football, for SEC football uh, as a whole. And I think it's going to be a more exciting product. I think you're going to get better games, even non-conference. So we're good, man. But Israel, good thing you were not at the Stegosaurus a few days ago <laughs> when a piece of the roof came flying down and hit the floor. Place is closed now. And uh, there's some rumors floating around out there that it could be closed for a while. Look, man, should we just delay the inevitable and just go ahead and and just tear down, start over? Is that doable? Or I don't know if you can just tear it down, um, considering where it's at. And, you know, it's obviously in the middle of campus, um, right next to the football facility and things like that. Um, But I know you can go in. You've already renovated the floor. Um, You've kind of renovated outside of it, you know, from I mean, from the inside, the outside of it. Um, Got new, new bleachers and things like that. So, I mean, Probably just put a new roof on it, you know, go up top, you know, kind of fix everything. Cause I think it still had the old foam roof on. I could be terribly wrong, but when a piece of the ceiling falls and hits the floor that you just got, um, that's kind of a problem, you know, and maybe it was a, you know, faulty pipe or something. It was leaking or something like that, but that's never good when the roof is caving in. Yeah. You're, you're looking at foundational stuff now, like this plate, like we don't have a choice. Because like yes. we're we're we've chosen to do the home renovation model of let's just like renovate a small chunk at a time, mm-hmm. and the foundation might be just it's a sixty year old building, you know yes. it, it was it was around uh, I, I think uh, I think the Union Army stayed there uh, they, they they drew up quarters there in the in the Civil War maybe, but that's uh, that old and everything attached to it. So everything that they built, like all the gymnastics stuff, the new weight room um, on the other side um, for all of the sports, um, you know, the new both basketball gyms for girls and boys, um, they just attached everything to the state. So it's going to be interesting. What are those guys going to do or how do you have a plan for that? Um, That's a very Josh Brooks, you know, type question. Yeah, Um, that's going to be tough. Maybe we get creative and maybe we just uh, create our own convertible and just uh, just play open air basketball. Really make it home court advantage. 
You could put a retractable roof on top of that jewel. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to do some creative carving here. You're going to have to like fix some stuff structurally. Everything else in that building is, is pretty much new. You know, even outside, you know, kind of walking in last I saw, um, I was up there and I think it was 17. I think some of that, um, you know, everything, the flooring was new, um, things like that. Obviously a new court, like I said, new bleachers and stuff, new seats. So, I mean, you can't really tear that down, you know, cause you kind of just got it. Well, I guess you have to tear it's the roof terrible. off. I guess you have to tear the roof off this thing. And, uh, you know, definitely over there. Definitely the roof is going to have to. Just, the, the roof is on fire type deal. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, again, if they decided to, I mean, if they can't play in it until, if this thing is, if, if this thing's closed for a significant amount of time, you may not have a choice. Yeah. But who knows? What, and what can I say? I think gymnastics got moved the other day. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what else got moved? Um, was it the girl supposed to play or something like that the other night? No, the girl. The girl. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe they're supposed to do their regular season finale. I guess. Well, the the girls have been in, uh, in in tournament play all, you know, all last week. So it wasn't them. Oh, that's, that's right. Uh, there's something I, I don't know what what else there was, but uh, maybe it was it was right after For the men's game. Else. But I know that I know gymnastics got moved, so maybe mm-hmm. maybe that was just it. Yeah, unless they do indoor equestrian, which we don't do that. I don't think we do that, but it, it or like the rodeo team or like something. There's like something else that goes indoors. Like we're talking about the rodeo team here, so <laughs> well, welcome to the show. <laughs> Buy a watch, row okay. one. We're, talk, we're um, talking about. Everything that goes along with with UGA sports, yeah. So is it kind of an omen of of how the season kind of went for for Mike White in his first year, where it all just yeah I think seemingly just, structurally just fell apart. It um, just kind of fell apart, you know. Not you got to look at it. So like you said, everything else is new. You know, it's it's it has the potential, you know, but you still got to fix some things, which I think is you know. The way that, you know, basketball goes, you know, basketball's like this, you know, there's really no, you know, let's get better each game, which we have gotten better each game. You know, it's just one of those deals to where, <clears throat> all right, what do we, we rely need? so much we on the perimeter men. game right now? Yeah. We need big men. We need to hit the portal or, you know, get some big seven footers from somewhere. And we got to, we got to get some big men. We got to play big well, basketball. You know. We got to recruit like big boy basketball. I mean, in, in the age of NIL, it is it just blows my mind that Atlanta is forty five minutes down the road, and we can't recruit better. Yeah, and Georgia Tech is terrible. And Georgia Tech is awful. So who are we losing to? We're losing to SEC schools now. Now that Alabama's yeah. good, Bama, Auburn. Uh, you got a couple ACC schools coming in, like the Carolinas. Uh, I mean, I saw gotta, Ole Miss is talking to Texas old coach, the one that kind of got in that little deal. Um, yeah, the domestic so violence gonna, deal. That yeah, that's that's gonna yeah, that's gonna be tough to recruit against. I mean, you, you know, you're you're looking at you got to use this stuff to your advantage, and you got to use proximity. Uh, 
and you got to use NIL to your advantage. I mean, at some point, this you know the environment's going to play a factor, and but playing time and NIL opportunity have got to be your top priorities. You you see, you you now have a competent coach, which is good. Mm-hmm. You have a system, you have a way of playing, and he can he can go to some seven footer in Atlanta and go, look, mm-hmm. man, you see how we're playing. We're so reliant on on the perimeter game. If we had an inside presence like yourself, just think of the possibilities. Oh yeah, like most definitely. Anthony, like you, you go oh, find yes. another Anthony Edwards who just had a poster dunk um, today tonight in the NBA. Like if if Anthony Edwards played on this team with Coach White, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my god. Yes. Oh my God. Like, how'd you recruit him? So how have you recruited him? Do that to somebody else. Because now now we now we've got a now we've got a great staff in place. We we're, we're playing mm-hmm. better. Hadn't translated a win. Everything yet. around us is everything around us is better. That the chemistry, we're playing basketball, like legit basketball. No, we're just missing a big man. A couple of big men, you know, down in the paint. Because like you said earlier, we're just relying on the three ball, you know, the outside perimeter shots. Um, you know, we're not we don't have anybody aggressive, you know, to get to the hole, um, simply because we have nobody to rebound. You know, you get to the hole, you miss it, they're gonna get the ball. So, you know, I kinda understand that. We just gotta get a big man coach. Let's get a couple yeah. of them. Just somebody to take up space. Like e- even if like you get a big guy, he's gonna he's gonna eat up some space. He's gonna command attention, and you can get you can get a slasher like Cario Quinda who hasn't been able to play his his brand of basketball. He's a slash. He's not a shooter. He's a slasher. He's a scorer. He, he he's somebody that can get to the rim, but he hasn't been able to because we don't have a threat inside. So they're just like, oh, okay, well come on in here, and he either gets fouled. And goes to the free throw line, or, or he misses. They get the board. Yeah, it gets swatted out, or that we miss and get the board, and here they go in transition. Yeah, so I mean, it's and you know, like you said, penetration. You know, if we know we got a slasher at point guard, which is what you need, and he's not scared to go in there, he draws the defense, dump that thing off to big man, dunk it, yeah. score two. Let's go back down and play defense. So, you know, there's a lot of a lot of great things that can happen. Um, but you got a true big man. And let me tell you something. There are true big men in the portal. If mm-hmm. you can't find one, you know, of course you want one from the ground up. You want you want a freshman um, or a high school kid to come in and you develop mm-hmm. that kid and he, in the program, things like that. But if you can't find one, go you to the portal, find one with great character who, you know, he, he just needs to come in and do work. You know, he's hungry. I feel like that. He's hungry. He's ready to work. He's a humble kid. Great character, and he just wants to play basketball and let that man yeah. eat and get to work. And it's like RPO football. If, if if you really want to open up your three point game, get a slasher point guard, drive and dish, or drive and dish to the perimeter, or drive and dish to the to the big man. Yes, or drive saw, and create uh, yourself. I watched the Kentucky Auburn game this past one. Um, where Kentucky beat Auburn by like thirty, yeah. And I mean, they physically—I mean, they just physically whooped him. You know, uh, Bruce Pro didn't even call a timeout in the second half, you know, because he was like, "What? What do you do? Why am I calling timeout? There's no reason to." 
You know what I mean? Because Kentucky got hot, but same thing. Their inside guys opened it up on the perimeter and they got hot. Once it once they got hot, it's over with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you gotta get the easy buckets to get the hard ones. And that takes a couple of big men down the paint. Um, like I said, we're playing good defense, you know, in my opinion. We're playing deep hard defense too. But you know, it's hard to compete with, you know, when they're six inches taller than you, you know, on a game to game basis, you know, so it's hard to get rebounds, hard to get second chance shots when things like that happen. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. Well, let's uh, let's transition again. You can follow us. Uh, our, our social media handles are here at Believe in Dogs, at Coach Burton 36, at Troopstar 28. Find us anywhere you get your podcast. couple of football notes. The dogs did really well at the combine. We're going to have Ryan Roberts on later this week to really dive deep into that. Um, but one of the stories that came out of there was Jamari Sawyer. Um, he was a story coming out of uh, the combine because – they interviewed Brandon head coach Brandon Staley, and he raved about how Jamari Sawyer's versatility saved their season. They drafted him as a six-round guard, comes in and mm-hmm. ends up being their franchise left tackle due to injury. Mm-hmm. Now he solidified a spot at left tackle. Ask any Georgia person that pays attention to the offensive line could have told you Jamari Sawyer is going to ball out for you at tackle. And he can ball out for you at guard, too. Yes. He was interchangeable. You know, part of that, you know, that musical jazz of offensive linemen. You know, we got um, McClendon, who people have raved about um, since he's been at the combine. You know, even despite all the negativity that led, you know, to the combine. I mean, our guys blocked it out, um, you know, showed out the combine. You know, Christopher Smith, um, Nolan running a 4-3-9. Yeah. Um, you know, and people are like, well, how do, his hands and not in the dirt. And I'm like, he's a hybrid outside linebacker defensive end. Put his hand in the dirt, in the dirt or he can go cover somebody. You know, it's kind of what the NFL is going to now because their interior guys are the ones that kind of get pressure on the quarterback now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And they're looking for those Von Millers, you know, those Leonard Floyds who hopefully Leonard Floyd gets picked up by somebody real soon. Lorenzo Carter just signed his deal with the, uh, with the Falcons. Day. Of course, he was so, repping you know, Georgia. He was he was he was rocking the G when he was signing. Absolutely. So you know, Georgia's putting out guys left and right. Um, you know, Stetson come came up throwing dimes. I think he threw the best out of the quarterbacks. Um, even with you know Bryce Young and Richardson, you know, obviously those guys are going to be taken a lot sooner than him. Um, but there's no doubt in my mind that Stetson can be like a Chase Daniel. You know, make millions of dollars just being a backup. Yeah, you know. No so, doubt. Um, no doubt. A lot of guys earned a lot of money. And and Brandon Staley, going back to that, Brandon Staley credited, and Howie Roseman has done the same, uh, credited Kirby Smart for developing these guys for the NFL and, and having that versatility and trust their opinion. He called Kirby, and Kirby's like, dude, take him. He's going to be a, mm-hmm. he's going to be a stud for you. Take him. Take him, take him, take him, take him, take him. Do it. So, um, some other football news. Uh, Jaheim Singletary has transferred to Arkansas. I saw that. You know what I? You know what I think? You know with the hmm. with the transfer portal going on, I think they should do it like they used to, and you could not go anywhere within conference. Well, they they have. Uh, I'm pretty sure, and I'll have to research this. I'm pretty sure they have a rule. There's like a date where you can't, where you can no longer transfer within the conference. Yeah, and so he may have to sit out, which. 
whatever. But uh, he'll probably get some waivers. I, I like thought that. it was late because I mean everybody's kind of starting, you know, spring practice, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and I just saw that he was transferring to Arkansas. So um, I don't know how that dynamic will work. It can even get in the spring and things like that. So I'm interested how that goes. But I wish him all the best, obviously, because we, as you know, dog fans and you know, former alumni and things like that, you know, we never wish terrible on anybody who decides to transfer. Um, you know, it's you see it's their decision. And you know, I wish him all the best. And he's going with Coach Pittman, so obviously he's going to a really good dude. So um all the best to him, you know, but you know, back to the to the combine. I mean Keely Reno showed out as well, you know, just watching yeah. him um in his drills, you know, watching him run at two oh five. I mean, he doesn't look like he's two oh five at all, you know, but I mean the kids rocked up. Um he looks in probably in the best shape he's been in a very long time. Um you know, and like I said earlier, despite all the negativity that kind of came right at the combine, you know, Joe shows up and shows out, you know, from each individual standpoint. And now it's just pro day. You know, we get pro day. Um, those guys is one more time to show out. So it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. Going to be really, really, really good. So, uh, a, 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 another new segment that we're going to uh, that we're going to introduce uh, in today's show uh, is uh, it's going to be, and the names are working titles. So, bear with me here. We're both also educators, right? And we've been to plenty of professional mm-hmm. development. And I'm sure anybody that's taught, your skin's going to crawl when I when I say this when I say this term. Ugh. Exit ticket. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> you've heard those, right? <laughs> oh, God. We're not calling our, we're not calling our segment that, but I just want I just wanted to I just wanted you to like face palm or shake your head or whatever. We're not going to call it that, but it's going to be kind of like a it's going to be kind of like a what did we learn um, type situation. Like it's it's almost like a we're gonna we're gonna recap this thing. So let let's give it a name. And not exit mm-hmm. ticket because that makes my skin crawl. <laughs> just thinking, uh, you know. So yeah. what what did we learn? So I'll start with you, Israel. Give me one thing you learned from today's show. Uh, I learned about all the other permanent opponents other than Alabama. You taught me that today. All right. Yeah, I, I learned that. Uh, yeah, I learned that nobody has an easy draw for uh, for the permanent opponents, and uh, we also learned that Stegosaurus has got uh, they've got quite a few decisions to make. Mm-hmm. Josh Brooks, my man, tough deal, tough deal, tough deal, and uh, we'll we'll end it on this one. Uh, we also learned from the weekend that uh, Georgia is off to a good start in baseball. Jaden Woods is actually a good pitcher. They bomb tech. Yes. They, they, they won two out. They took two out of three from the yellow jackets. Uh, Sunday was Sunday. We kind of fell flat. We, we wasted all our home runs on Saturday. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Woods Woods came out Jim, you know, on Friday. Um, I mean, cause you got to think George Tech's been beating the hell out of everybody. You know, they think they beat somebody like 65, nothing. The other day, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's score, but it was really, really bad. Um, so, Joe, that's a really good baseball team that you beat, um, and it, it helps you. It springboards you, you know, into SEC play coming up here real soon. Um, so, and I'm excited, man. I think you know, because guess what? Nobody's been hurt. Knock on wood. 
Um, I hope I didn't jinx this, but it's just good it, to see that you know, through these, <laughs> with these like last what eleven games, you know, nothing, nothing's really come out of it. Um, and that that's just a test to you know bringing in the new strength coach, kind of getting everything, you know, back on track and getting these guys stronger. Um, you know, to be able to, you know, make this run, and I believe that we're going to make. Man, it's exciting times. Exciting times. Georgia baseball is improving. You can do wonders if you stay healthy, right? So, but that's going to do it for us, Israel, on this episode. Time flies when you're having fun, right? It is. It does. So, uh, in, sometime in the near future, we're going to bring back Vinny Hardy. Uh, we're going to resurrect the uh, Beast of the East cast, um, and we're going to talk more about scheduling and SEC opponents and things. Uh, we're going to kind of relive our base of the East days where we just kind of talk. Um, but until then, we're also going to have Ryan Roberts. So be on the lookout for that as well. Uh, we're going to talk more NFL combine get into uh, exactly who did what, where, who made the most money. Uh, probably Darnell Washington made the most money from where he was, where he is now with his performance. But we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network presented by betonline.ag and now the Row One brand. For Israel, I'm Corey. We hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you back here next time. But until then, go dogs. Go dogs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.